Welcome to Community Hope Podcast. We pray that the Word of Christ would dwell in you richly as you listen and that you would be encouraged in Christ. Did you ever have a hostile work environment? Anybody ever have that? Hostile work environment? Or just one that, you know, you work with human sandpaper all day long, right? And uh, I remember years ago, I... uh, I was in sales, and the owner of the company, the president of the company, was going to travel with me. And you know what you do, like, anybody who's been in sales, you stock your whole calendar, right? Like, you, you meet with the best people, you know, because and, and, he always pays for everything, so you take everybody out to eat. And, you know, you have your best foot forward, you want to appear even better than you really are, you know what I'm saying? One of my favorite lines that he said about me back in the day was, Pittsburgh, I lived in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh drivers are crazy. And then he goes, Doug, you fit right in. <laughs> and I did. I did. And, uh, so, I, so we have this week where the, my boss is in, and then that same week, my pastor was going out of town, and he's like, will you preach for me? And I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, and, and so I, you know, I did a sermon at church, and I remember I'm, I'm home in the, uh, after church, and we used to get a newspaper. That, that's like a big phone with news on it, and, uh, and I remember reading the newspaper, laying there eating Doritos. My mom and dad were over, they wanted to see me preach, you know, and, um, and, and as I'm laying there, I'm getting like pain in my chest, and it's going down my arm, you know, and I, my mom is a nurse, and I'm like, you know what, I just want to let you know in case something happens, I'm kind of experiencing some chest pain, and then when you start feeling it, what does your heart do? Boop, 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 right? It starts... Because you're kind of panicking that you might be actually having something going on. I called the paramedic ambulance guys. I don't think I went with them. I think I was like, no, I'll drive my, you know. So I went to the hospital. And you know what it was? I, there's a nerve that runs through your esophagus that can give you che- arm pain and chest pain and stuff. It was the Doritos. And laying down after the So I swore off Doritos. But I call my boss uh, uh, that next day, the next week, and I'm talking to him, and I just thought, man, my life is so stressful because I'm doing it all. It would really be good to have a full-time assistant. And he's like going, he, he's like wrestling with me about that. I'm like, hey, I have a part-time, can't we just have a full-time? He's like, no, you know. And, and then I threatened to quit because, you know, I might have been a little frustrated with him, right? So the next week, in the newspaper, again, like a big phone, like Indeed, there was a one-at for my job. Yeah, because I got calls on it. Hey, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know, and I look and I see it, you know. So I call my boss, and I had two bosses then, and I call the one boss, and he goes, oh, we just wanted to see, you know, what was out there. That had nothing to do with what you said. (laughs) And then my other boss tells me the truth. That my company's lying to me, you know. Uh, in a hostile work environment. And, you know, I was thinking about that because Jesus had a hostile work environment, too. Uh, if, you, uh, if you look in Mark chapter 3, I'm sure you guys all brought your Bibles. Mark chapter 3, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, Mark chapter 3, you have this story about Jesus going to the temple to worship. And look what it says. It goes, again... He entered the synagogue, and a man was there with a withered hand. And they watched Jesus to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath, so they might accuse him. And he said to the man with the withered hand, come out here. So first, 
you got these guys, these Pharisees and these Herodians, that they're, they're, in, they're bringing a guy who is definitely broken, right? He's got some kind of withered hand, and they're bringing him into the synagogue, and what do they know about Jesus? He's going to heal him. Like we, and is there, do they care about this guy? No, they don't give a rip about him. You know all they care about is they, want, they don't like Jesus. Jesus is better than them. Jesus is more righteous than them. He seems to be connected to God. And they just want to trip him up. That's a hostile work environment, wouldn't you say? They just, I mean, that's what they want. They just want to trip up Jesus. And so they, they say to somebody, like, uh, in the midst of somebody, Michelle, do me a favor, stand up once. She's like, no. Hi, Michelle. So Jesus says to the guy with the withered hand, like, Michelle, stand up. And all eyes are on that guy, right? And now Jesus, everybody's looking at Michelle right now, isn't, isn't, aren't you? And then Jesus says, um, come here, or stand up. And he, then he says to the people, with this guy standing up, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm? You may sit down, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> to save life or to kill it. He's like, you want to do good? Is it Like, on this day, is it lawful to kill or to do harm. In, in another gospel, they tell that Jesus told the story about if you guys have an animal that falls into a pit, you're going to wait a day to pull it out? Right? You see, the Sabbath, we don't really respect the Sabbath like they did back then. First, the Sabbath was Saturday. We celebrate Sunday because it's the resurrection day. It's the Lord's day. But thank God that the Jewish people celebrate Saturday. You know why? That's how you got your weekend. We get two days off. The Jewish holiday and the Christian holiday, right? We get a weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And, and back in that day, you did not do any work. They had all kinds of laws, and the Jewish people still do. And you know what? The Christian church had a lot of stuff. Remember the blue laws? If you're older, you remember there weren't a lot of stores open on Sunday, right? I knew a pastor who would wash his car with the garage door shut. <laughs> right? Because if somebody saw him working, oh my goodness. Now it's just another day of the week. Now the Bible says, don't let anybody judge you by whatever day you call holy, right? So you may call this day holy or that day holy. And the full Sabbath rest is in Christ Jesus, right? So, so it, we can worship on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, but we choose to worship on Sunday, the resurrection day. But they're trying to trip Jesus up. And look what it says here. He looks at them because they won't answer his question. Is it lawful? And they're just, they just shut up. And you know, what, you know what he said? He looks at them, and Mark is the only gospel that says this, with anger. When you think of Jesus, you ever think of a mad Jesus? You think of a mad Jesus? Like, yeah, he's sassy. Jesus is sassy, right? Jesus was angry, and he wasn't just angry, he was greedy. He's mad inside of these people. Why? Because you got this dude who's, who's hurt, who's injured, he can heal them, and they don't give a rip about that dude. All they give a rip about is hurting Jesus and keeping their law. Like somehow their religiousness was all about their own righteousness. And what does Jesus do with that? Well, did you guys ever get angry? Yeah? You know, um, this is a generalization, but for married couples, many men, we get angry when we don't feel respected. Well, I think in general, right? It, guys, many times... Now, ladies, you, you want to be respected, too, but I don't think it's as high in general up the ladder as it is for guys. I think for some reason, 
God wired us this way. And I think that's why Ephesians says, wives respect your husbands, husbands love your wives. Because I don't think husbands naturally love their wives the way they need to be loved. And I don't think women naturally respect their husbands the way they need to be respected. Right? And when a man is disrespected, he typically gets angry, don't you? I mean, you know, that guy dissed me, right? Yes, I do. I, 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 I get it, and I get angry. And you know, like ladies, they could, in marriage at least, they could put up with some disrespect, but you know what can really get under their skin? When their husband puts them at the bottom of the list. Is that loving? Like when golf is above you, right? When, when, uh, when, you know what I mean? Like when, when others, when, when the wife is at the bottom of the list. I mean, I got married, and Gretchen, she actually wanted time with me, and I said to her, "We spent eight hours together yesterday," and she says, "Sleeping," and I said, "I don't sleep with anybody else." And she, I thought I was doing a favor, you know, like because she's like, "Wait, I got married. You put me at the bottom of the list, right?" And that makes anger, right? I know she's over there, right? And so uh, that's, that's kind of how we're wired. You know, Jesus wasn't angry. Those guys disrespected him. He wasn't angry for being disrespected. Jesus' anger was for other people. It was other-centered, right? And when I started thinking about the times Jesus was angry in the Bible, it was this time with the withered hand, and it was another time where um, the children were being brought to Jesus, and his disciples were like, hey, Keep, these, these kids aren't important, you know. No, no, we want, you know, bring, bring the uh, bring the, the adults to them. And Jesus gets mad and goes, no, you let these kids come to me. Like he's angry that they're keeping the children away from him. And anybody remember the next time that he was angry? Anybody remember that? Yeah, you remember it? Remember what Jesus did, right? He made a whip. Did you guys ever do this when you were by the pool? Or, you know, do you ever, like, do the, the towel? Come on, Herbie, I know you did it, right? Do you ever get snapped with it? The best is to dip the tip in water, right? And then you can snap. You know what I'm talking about. Do you guys ever do this? And it leaves a mark, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had towel fights. And it, when I was a kid, they didn't police the locker room so well. And we, we locker rooms were a dangerous place, right? I mean, because we had guys who snap on each other, right? And then they, oh, yeah, I mean, this was the way it is. And it hurts, doesn't it? Well, Jesus got mad in the temple. Remember the temple? Jesus made a whip, right? Do you ever wear the, what would Jesus do bracelet? Somebody goes, well, what would Jesus do? You're like, he'd make a whip and drive you out of here. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he did. And why was he mad in that temple? Well... You had all these people buying and selling, but it's not the buying and selling that bothered him. They were in this place called the court of the Gentiles, or the court of women, and it was the place where the Gentiles and the women could worship. It was the closest they could get to God. And these people, they didn't give a rip about them worshiping. They didn't get a, give a rip about them drawing near to God. All they cared about was making money. And Jesus drove them out. And you know what I was thinking? I bet he hit some. Don't you think? Yeah, like, ow! Jesus, that hurt me, right? Like I think, I think that, I think he, I think he, I think it's not like a gun. Oh, we better be afraid. I think he beat a little. I think he snapped some of them, you know, there, and and he drove them out because Jesus gets angry at anything that separates us from His love, right? Anything, and, and that's why sometimes we go through discipline in our lives because the Lord loves us too much to leave us in that state. 
And he's like, no, I, that's separating you from me, right? He gets angry at anything that separates us from his love. And not just that. You know, there's another time we read about whips in the Bible. Anybody remember that? You know what they did to Jesus? They whipped him, didn't they? And you know what I'm thinking? Jesus' wrath came down on those buyers and sellers in the court of the Gentiles, the court of women. But that same wrath he took on his back. He said, you know what? I don't like the sin that separates you from my love so much. I will take the wrath for you. I'll, I'll pay the penalty for you. I will, I will take away anything that separates you from my love. That same whip, that same anger that he expressed, he took on his own back for you and for me. Will you pray with me, Lord? Thank you that you took the wrath for us. Jesus, thank you so much. Amen? Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information about Community of Hope, go to www.cohchurch.com. God bless you today.